Welcome to the Rook Initiative. That's something I forgot about. And then he's like, I don't you know, can't you whistle. can't whistle. And then the drummer, I could whistle. Like, you just can't. I don't have any pitch. Mm, okay. I have no way. You don't have as much control over it. No control. And then the drummer and the guitarist was just like, you can't whistle, bro. And they're both just like harmonizing, whistling at each other. It's like, I'm the only musician that can't do that shit. Damn. Yeah. Damn, man. I'm sorry you can't whistle, dude. Or as good, because you could whistle, but it's probably just. Wait, give me, give you me a little You give probably just want to keep it to tune. yourself. Give me a little tune. You probably want to just keep it to yourself. Oh, I don't want to hear you. Let me try <laughs> mediocre imagine i don't want to hear fucking i only listen to professional whistles yep. i have a spot spotify playlist mm-hmm. of professional whistles mm-hmm. anyway um we're rolling <laughs> we're rolling now so uh yeah if i laugh at all your jokes you were gonna know that i'm not funny <laughs> no, come on man welcome baby we're hilarious though cheers mm. oh man yeah We've known each other for some time. Yeah. And it's always been fun. If everyone knew what we laughed at about like the things we said and what we laughed at, it'd be bad, bro. Right. But that's so that's bad. okay. Cause like we're into comedy. So like yeah. definitely if there's we a transcript okay. of shit that like we've said, mm-hmm. we'd be canceled. Yeah. We would be potentially I don't want to say prison. I don't think it's that <laughs> serious. I don't think we we haven't said, you know, this freedom of speech. So yeah. We wouldn't be in prison. But we'd definitely be banned from Twitter. That's cool. Like we've made tweets of all our shit. Yeah. And but it has to be taken completely serious and literal. Like we mean everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like shock value humor. It's literally straight like they said this and they mean business. And this is their beliefs. This is their belief system. They have a Bible and everything. It's called open <laughs> That's the plug in. That's the plug into your new book. Um No, it's not my book. It is no, my no, book. yeah. You think you could write a book? Uh it takes a lot of a lot of focusing. I think I could write a book, but I don't know. That's a good question. I, I only thing I'd write a book about is no. I don't think I could write a book. Yeah, it's tough. I used to write short stories and stuff, and, and like that was that was enough, mm. mostly for assignments. But like that's like fifteen pages. I can't yeah. imagine writing like a novel, a hundred something pages. So you have like three yeah. acts, but it's. It's basically like a script, but it's not because it's so much in depth. Like Sarah turned around and emotionally became depressed as she looked into the eyes. (laughs) You know, it's like so much deeper description Mm -hmm. than a script. I got detention in uh, third grade and they sent me to Sasha's class. And um, by the way, Sasha was so gay. And I was third grade in (laughs) the 90s. And I still knew he was gay. Like I was like a third grader. I was like, you're you're really gay. And uh, like almost like a hipster you know uh artist hippie mm-hmm. kind of like feminine vibes yeah he's married now to a lady that's not the point i'm in his class so, so bisexual <laughs> uh no no i think i just was judging him by his his, his voice and stuff as a third grader because you know gotcha you know yeah, yeah you judge things by their cover yeah. basically we don't first, know shit. first grade to to like to like that's the senior year school. really <laughs> like <laughs> senior year you judge everything, everything by color <laughs> and then you go out into the real world and it's like oh shit yeah People have like, you know, depth, but I wrote 10 page paper on like elements and like a forest that like would call to each other. And like, it was 10 pages and I wrote it in like 30 minutes or an hour. I was there for an hour and I wrote a 10 page like story and it was building up, bro. And that was just like the beginning of it. Like if I had more time, like I was mad that I was writing this. He said, just write whatever, mm-hmm. write a story, like super chill, like hippie kind of teacher. 
And I wonder if I had it like a bunch of time if I could have, that was just the arc of like introducing the characters. I still had like so many plans that I was gonna go after. I still remember it too. Like yeah. what it was about, the context and shit like that. Can, can, I, um, can I push the mic closer to you? Of course. Oh, I mumble so much, bro. Nah, don't even worry about it. It's no. more so just to make sure uh, people could hear your beautiful voice clearly. Ooh. And you don't sound like a like an echo, like God. Like, I once wrote a paper. <laughs> oh, shit. I once. Like, if you lean back. It's yeah. Cool. Sound is really weird. Oh. What's your voice? I also don't have sound oh, panels yet. So oh. that's why. Juan. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Girl. <laughs> that's how we should talk just super high high up chins. um so yo you had a shoot yesterday mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you used uh you took my sony you beat me up and grabbed it it's true uh 55 millimeters ice mm-hmm. how did the shoot go 55 millimeters ice we had the rokinon 85 which is so beautiful if you use it right but it's really did you hard. snap some i tried i just like the i was snapping some for like focus and I can tell its potential of like mm-hmm. the softness and how dreamy some shit could look with that. The only problem is um, whenever I had the composition, it didn't feel right mm-hmm. at all. Like I was just like, fuck, this room's too small for what I want to do. I need to be literally on a crane through this wall. Then I can get the shot I want. But if yeah. I did have that crane, there was no wall behind me. That shot would have been so fucking beautiful. Yeah, it's hard to have a crane inside a living room, right? Yeah, it's not easy. Especially those New York uh, apartments, Brooklyn. Yeah, that's the benefit of being a parkour guy. Because for outside, like, running gun shoots, uh, you can get the weirdest angles. And, like, people... Someone told me that it was more fun watching you taking the photos than, like, being getting my photo taken, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because I had to fucking climb shit and be like, I got it! And my foot's on a pole, and I'm, like, leaning out over, like, a death drop. And I'm just like, got it! I got it. <laughs> nice, nice. You're good. That's it's, fire, man. Yeah, that's fire. Parkour has so many benefits. Like you can, I've seen videos where yeah. people just run away from cops. They're yeah. just jumping on shit, you know, like a parking lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the cops like, well, shit, takes a donut oh, out. <laughs> man, that's that boy. He gone. That boy, <laughs> he, that boy he gone. You got another pocket donut. <laughs> <laughs> you got another pocket donut. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's pretty cool, man. Where you can kind of get unique angles mm-hmm. due to your. Uh, yeah extended capabilities as a human yeah but the shoot itself it was like it was it was awesome because we we're really good friends like she showed me yoga and everything like th- she I'm introduced you to yoga yeah nice yesterday was a really intense day bro like super intense i, I first of all first day back shooting second uh, congrats and i'm not trying to hype it up for the podcast it just fucking was second like you know i've been drinking a lot you know pandemic and shit I've been like thinking a lot. I moved to Colorado, come back. So like there's a lot of shit that's like weighing on my shoulders. And she showed me all the tools I learned to get out of depression and shit like that. So to be like doing a photo shoot for someone that like introduced me to yoga and mindfulness and everything. I was like fucking like, oh, I'm definitely talking to you after this shit. (laughs) I need it right now. And like also like having the stress of being like, I look up to you. I don't want to fuck this up. But once it started rolling, it was like fine. You know, it was we both had the same ideas. And like I added some flair that she was just like, oh, good idea. I'm like, you know. We got the shots we wanted, and it's only three shots, so we're pretty confident we can get it. Nice, yeah, yeah. Do the experimentation. How do you um, uh, how'd you feel just like first time jumping back, directing someone, directing a model? Mm. Well, I've never really figured that out, so it's the same shit as always. I think it was better because it's her, though. Uh, Actually, because the comfortability of it, comfortable and not comfortable. Like, I want to make sure. The first hurdle I need to go over was to let her know that she was in good hands. She trusted me. She mm-hmm. made that clear that she did. So that was that hurdle was clear. Now, second hurdle now is like, I don't want to ever say 
someone is not beautiful. I just, what I mean is like, I know what you want to look like and that's not what you look like yet. And you still look beautiful right here. Like, this is fucking beautiful. But if you say that to someone, they're like, oh, he's just saying that because he thinks I'm ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you call your clients ugly, man? Oh, dude. I'm just like, you look, you look great butts. And once you say butt, that means they're ugly. Right. You can't say butt. So she said something really dope. She's like, don't say um, relax your face because that implies that you're not relaxed. Mm -hmm. So she says uh, soften. And that's like good yoga teacher advice or like spiritual healer advice. Mm -hmm. She's not a yoga teacher mm -hmm. anymore. And uh, instead she's of got, telling like, someone to relax, got... someone soften. Nice. Uh, no, that's, no, that's good that's advice. Good. Yeah. So you're the little stiff in the eyebrows, just and it's basically like it's makes you want to be soft in the face where nothing's tense, wherever mm -hmm. there's tension, just like release it. That doesn't imply you're not relaxing, you know. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's like fun and tricky territory working with a model, because it's it's those levels, especially if you're just like meeting with fun or first time shooting. It's like mm -hmm. you want them to feel comfortable, and uh, a lot of communication is body language. But like first time you're meeting and working with someone, it's extremely verbal. So if you mm -hmm. like if you say the wrong thing. It could yeah. be taken the wrong way, but then it's also good to be blunt too. Like, oh, like, yeah, uh, suck your stomach in a little bit. <laughs> like, you know, like they want, they want to look good, and sometimes it's good to be blunt. But it's like yeah. also a comfortability thing too, where you don't want to like make the yeah. person make the person feel like less confident over the over time in the shoot. You know, it should mm -hmm. over time feel like it's becoming more of a natural thing yeah that's why usually shoots that i do it's like minimum two hours because the first hour is figuring things out it's I like the initial two hours that's so funny you say maximum yeah i like to like keep it moving fast so that if i'm doing if my creative energy starts like depleting after two hours unless i have a shot list and that's dope mm -hmm. you know and there's like breaks and it's a long day but if it's if i don't have a shot list and i know everything's unpredictable and we're going to a spot we've never been to before with a, you know, then yeah, I need like, I'm figuring out everything right then and there. So a lot of brain power is going into like organizing their body and uh, getting them in a place where not only they are complimenting their surroundings, but their surroundings are complimenting them. Like I always balance it that way. I don't really balance it with um, just making them pretty. Like, I look, I look for the light, but then the second thing I look for is like, uh, objects around them and shit like that but the point i'm trying to make is yeah after two hours that gets exhausting so i started thinking of things that is i look at the camera and it's like oh, i don't like this and I look at the camera and then they start seeing it on my face and like after two hours they're like discreetly masking my faces of disappointment for myself yeah it makes it them feel eventually that they're like i'm disappointed in them but i'm not i'm literally disappointed like fuck it's two hours and i haven't figured out a good shot that i'm happy with they are, might be happy with it, but yeah, but we all want those ones where it's just like, that's a banger on yeah. both sides where we're just like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Love that one. Like that's always happens when you're looking through the camera with someone, like you can tell it's like, yeah, it's kind of cool, but that's like, this, we're going to find a great one eventually. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's going to happen. It's, coming, it's, it's coming. going to happen. It usually happens in that second hour because that first hour is kind of like mm -hmm. getting into the flow of it. Um, even towards the end of that first hour, but yeah. Um, I'll experiment with that. I'll try and do a four-hour fucking shoot and see what happens. Yeah, Maybe it depends where you're, where you are too. Like, if you're in a living room, it's like okay, you you walk in there, you could already sort of scope out, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the natural light where the where the best sources are coming from yeah. and like the environment, and then it's just kind of adjusting and figuring it out. 
But if you're doing like an outdoor shoot, um, mm-hmm. if you did some sort of location scouting, but if you're outdoors in general, that's more flexible where, you know, you'll take like 15 minutes walking to one spot. So it's also being good with conversation, mm-hmm. walking to point A to point B. So it's not you're just like walking in silence with this mission of getting this photo. <laughs> yeah. And they're just trailing behind you. And you're just like, don't worry, we'll get a good photo, baby. And you just look <laughs> straight and you go for the goal. No, you have to know how to talk and make them feel even more comfortable over that time period. Mm-hmm. So then when the camera comes out, they've got this already like level of comfortability with you that mm. previously wasn't even there. Mm-hmm. Which I think is like the art form yeah. of, a, of shooting someone too. Yeah. Like, um, I forgot his name. Fucking Sean something. I was waiting for you to stop talking so I can move my chair. This <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> is fucking mad. Move your chair anytime, man. Oh, and then I just start spinning around. <laughs> this this is going to change. I can't. Yeah. This this rolling. Yeah. But no, you, you were saying Sean something? Sean. Oh, Sean Tucker. He was talking like, oh, when I started getting to learning photography and stuff and editing and all those things, uh, cameras reviews and shit like that like just looking at everything all the lenses i wanted who's sean tucker he's a youtube uh photographer Mm. and cinematographer i guess all all the things he does all the things uh he does documentaries really well but also i love when he's just like talking on his couch and like the lighting set was fucking perfect and he has such a like rugged face like a lot of like indents and like old scars and stuff and it probably comes from like acne when he was a kid but his face was very intense but his eyes are very soft so like listening to him speak is like you're listening because of the way he speaks. And he's also, you know, British. Fucking Brits, bro. I love uh, the accents, right? They <laughs> yeah. just capture you more, like... Yeah, especially More vividly. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, it's because we're, yeah. like, here and we're used to our voices that are very, like, mm-hmm. um, Jersey, New York, Americanized. And when you yeah. hear something like this, you just want to pay like more this. attention. I was looking at Sean. That's more like South London, And though. he taught me... <laughs> he taught me how to touch myself and my camera. <laughs> at the same time, at the same time. No, no yeah. Touch myself and my, my camera. camera. <laughs> Those YouTube setups are dope, though, man. When someone really knows what they're doing, and it's like they got the backlights, and they have like mm-hmm. the certain color palette to it too. And everything's colorful, but their skin is perfect. Mm-hmm. But everything else is like every time I try to do blue setups, bro, there's some blue on me. I don't know where it is, but it's in the shadows somewhere. Yeah, but they're just like, like totally natural yeah. shadows. It comes through experimentation. I think I figured it out a little bit. It's kind of like uh, using like the environment behind you and like filling up those spaces with the colors mm-hmm. instead behind of behind an object. Yeah, I see them like like books or something. They just yeah. put like an LED. I learned this trick with aluminum foil. You put it in a book and like uh, have the light like here or like behind you a little bit. And it gets this like magical look from the book. It bounces off more. Yeah, so it looks like the book is lighting into the person's face. Ooh. Yeah, and if you put like little like I don't know, dusty things in there, either in Photoshop in real life, it looks like there's magic coming up from the book. Ooh, like specks or something. Yeah, little little specks, or like just throw literal skin flakes into there from the air, just like. Yeah. Hopefully that catches light. Or something, right? Because you said Mm -hmm. skin flakes. Did um, you know that all that shit you see in the air, bro? That's our skin. That's us shedding. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it's disgusting. When you, <laughs> it's probably all over this room. Probably, I'm, I'm flicking some right now. Breathe it in. Breathe in. That's years. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's generation. Nah, this room hasn't been around that long. Yeah, but you could tell. Yeah, it's fairly decent. It's fairly new. I was gonna it's say. probably like five or years, five or six years. It can't be longer than that. I didn't even finish talking about Sean Tucker. Oh yeah, yeah. Sean Tucker goes uh-huh. into long talks about like. 
like I was doing tutorials and stuff like that. And then Sean Tucker, um, he has videos where he's not even talking about how to use a camera, use dials or use a program and stuff. It's just like what he thinks about when he's shooting. And uh, he talks a lot about like how he, how a shoot would go through. And he has like little quotes like from philosophers and shit that like are relevant to the video that day. And like you do go with him and you see his photos while he's talking. Mm -hmm. So it does feel like you're learning a lot and like what the, what you get from that kind of mindset. If someone's telling you how to do it, you're gonna be like them. Tell them how you think when you're doing it and ways that you get yourself in the right mindset. Like you're trying to think of what's, you're using his techniques to get in the, more into you, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like he's using it to get more into himself to do push out his art and he's helping you get more into yourself to push out your art, whatever that means. Yeah, but that's all always shared, art is shared. So it's not gonna be exactly all you, but you know. Yeah, it's a really personal thing too. It's like, like we're in a journey to get exactly to you. Does that make sense? Just like fucking life, bro. <laughs> life, man, it's full circle. It's full circle, bro. But he's trying to say like how to, th how to think while you're doing something, how to like mm -hmm. process certain thoughts. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Like, what do you think about? What do you think about when you're shooting? Like, when you're looking mm -hmm. through the, okay, so you weren't looking through the viewfinder, my camera, because it's kind of. I always do that, dude. It was so. It's frustrating. broken. So you were looking at the screen. So yeah, it's different. It was really hard, <laughs> but it's cool. I haven't managed. Um, you know, oh shit! Oh, the fan. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Do you want to see it all? <laughs> I don't know. Hello. Hello. <laughs> the fan's off now. I hope that didn't fuck you guys up. I know audio is. You know, weird sometimes with podcasts. You're like super finicky. It's like watching a 720p video. Fuck that shit, bitch. Yeah, sound. We're so sensitive to sound, man. Yeah. Like when something's bad. At least they're not smelling bad. us. That's cool. What? At least they're not smelling us. Then we have another thing to complain about. That's like even worse. Like if they could smell us. Yeah, while we're in the room. So they really get the full immersion, you know? Mm -hmm. They used to have that in theaters when they were trying to like. Smell of it. Sell tickets, yeah, like smell aroma or some shit like that. I forgot what it was called. Yeah. Where they where they would like emit scents from the movie. So wow. people felt yeah, like pe people felt more a part of it. Was it like a switch that someone pressed or like was it just like automated and like because it's fifties, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like old. It had to be um it had to be something where someone was uh controlling it. Mm -hmm. maybe in the moment but maybe it was automatic because of the fact that it's it's a reoccurring film in the theater yeah. but theaters would have to install that i think it was called i think it was called smellorama smellovision oh yeah smellovision almost, almost like television yeah so a uh, system that released odor during the projection of film so that viewer could smell what was happening in the movie mm -hmm. which is weird like if, if mm -hmm. someone's like farted in the movie Mm -hmm. The whole theater has to be filled up with some fart. Mm -hmm. Is that just some guy like, or is that yeah. like a, a boxed? They like how would that a work? Boxed fart. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Would you go to that? Would you go to that movie? It was like smell a vision. Smell a vision. It depends, bro. What the movie is, huh? If it's like The Great Gatsby, I'll watch that. I'll smell that shit. Smell Actually, that shit. no. I don't know. What does that smell like? Well, there was a lot of like, they were at the beach, yeah. they were in the water. It's really fancy. So you might oh, feel like- Oh, I wouldn't watch uh, Sweeney Todd with Smell-O-Vision. That would be mm, fucking terrible. Bro. Mostly blood. Uh, dead body pie. Dead, dead body human pie. body pie. But a lot of people like the pie. That's the thing. Yeah, people Something love really the pie. Something really nice about it. Actually, maybe I'd go just for the pie though. Is that bad? <laughs> I don't think bad. that's bad. I don't think that's bad. It's like your way yeah, of go. like trying I, the I pie. 
Yeah. It was popular in the movie until people realized. Also, oh, human. the the hair stuff that smelled like piss. Mm. Yeah, Did the hair stuff. Movie? The hair stuff that smelled like piss. Is that the yeah? Movie remember title? it? Uh, no, that's a, that's that's Sweeney Todd still. I'm still oh, on Sweeney Todd, Todd bro. Oh, still <laughs> I'm not getting off of it that easy. I don't remember that. It's a gem. Fucking uh, Johnny Depp. That's good shit. I don't remember that. The the hair smelling like piss thing. That's like uh, Mr. Butterlito. And he was like cutting the guy's hair as fast as possible. And Sweeney oh. Todd was just like. Yeah. Done. Just like fucking. So before that, me. they were trying to sell like hair growing stuff. And it was just piss. It was literally piss. It was literally piss. Like Sweeney Todd was like. Oh, that's hilarious. This is awful. And he was like selling to people and putting on people's heads like bald heads. Yeah. <laughs> just slapping Here's it on. Here's my piss. That's the thing. I feel like <laughs> is that the noise? Is that the noise? It's a it's a bald head, so it's yeah. like it slaps. <laughs> it does slap. Bald people, um, they're like either really like accepting of the reality that they're bald and, and really good looking, like right. Jason it, Statham. Yeah, We're, like, who are some like or nah bald or nah. folks? That's they just leave the side hair. Why do people leave the side hair, bro? Just shave it off. I don't know why. Like their heads are fine, bro. Yeah, but there's like a part of you that... I'm just mad, insulted, <laughs> offended by it. We're not trying to insult any bald people or side... Yeah. Side bald? Side S- side side hair people. Yeah, side hair people. Um, bear, bear top. We'll why call, does it we'll sound call like bear a, top. Sounds kind of cool. Bear top. Yeah, because side bald yeah. sounds like a disability. <laughs> side bald sounds like you're going through something difficult. Um, yeah, because yeah, no, no, there's, like there's, a, there's a thing about like clinging on to shit. That, oh, yeah. You know, like you want to hold on to it, although it's fleeting yeah you know like memories too it's like it gets deeper but mm-hmm. hair is like something that yeah you know it's hard to give it up entirely especially if you're not used to just having a clean is it just bald white head. people that do that though i don't think i know much like oh no my grandpa but like he didn't give a fuck he doesn't go to haircuts at all uh wait grandpa's bald no nah, he had like random fuzzies on his head you know but he was like 80 so like you can do what the fuck you want when you're 80. At 80 you don't give a shit but i feel like i've seen people in their 50s with like the side hair and it was never like Latin people. I saw one black guy. One black guy. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> I'm just trying just, to make it all the bad things seem like all white people. It's yeah. You try to dispel it, but no, it didn't. It's not a thing. It didn't pan out. Yeah. I don't know why I do that. I always like want to figure out what thing only white people do. It's just an interesting like thing to find. I don't know why. Yeah. Probably mostly, like skydiving. For comedy, though. Like trampolining. Now uh, mad Latin people like skydiving now. My friend has her her fucking thing. Her. uh License to drop by herself. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because my uncle oh. skydove. Is there a past tense? Skydove. Skydove. Uh, well, dove. Yeah. Dove is dove. like yeah, you've already diven. He's already done <laughs> skydiving. Yeah. English is so annoying, bro. Yeah, it's a frustrating language. It's hard to, especially all the words that sound like some words that sound the same, mm-hmm. but they mean different things. Yeah. I'm drawing a blank, but them. Wait. No, I'm thinking that's not. No, that's just a pronoun. <laughs> oh. That's just a pronoun. Call yeah. me they, them. No, I was thinking it's um, like it's a th. I just forgot what it was. <laughs> oh, there, there, there. There, there, there. There, there, there. Yo, um, so what happened to your camera? Oh, what happened uh, to your camera, Adam? I want Why to does Adam it. not have a camera? I want what to the flip fuck? it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck! Stress. Ah! Glasses, like. <laughs> it's like the Jurassic Park scene, bro. Did you just spill? Slurp it up. I want to see you slurp that. Don't whisk. Don't waste the whisk. That's the tagline for like if I start a whiskey brand. Don't waste the whisker. <laughs> don't waste the whiskey. Cheers. Later, I'm probably gonna drink that off the table. Don't whisk the whisker. That's how. 
Should have got Sean. All right, no, but yeah, Adam, what happened to your camera, man? Oh yeah, camera. Um, I went to Colorado. I had some plans. I worked at a coffee shop. I was gonna start a band. I was gonna work for uh, I guess film company for like advertisement for artists and local businesses and shit, commercial shit. And I was just gonna have my own desk and I was gonna edit videos like this. And like, yeah, fucking, um, I was like, I'm tired of this camera. Uh, I guess because of the bulkiness, but it was perfect camera. There's literally nothing wrong with it. <laughs> you had like, my, you had my camera, the a7 III. Yeah, a7 right? III, this one right here. I had that camera. And uh, thank you, Sony. Sponsor us. No, thank you, Sony. Sponsor us. Um, send me an a7C, please. Um, uh, I wanted to flip to a7C because I just got the a7 III. I got help from, I upgraded. I think I got help from in March or before that. No, it was the year before that. I got the A7 III. And um, yeah, I just saw the A7C and I was like, it's $200 cheaper. I could flip my camera and get that. And then when that happened, like I got COVID in quarantine. I mean, in uh, Colorado. Mm-hmm. So quarantine couldn't work that. for a little bit. And then like just, just things catching up and like that $1,400 that I made was now slowly being used for other things instead of like the new camera. Yeah. And then I just got like, uh, just got super sidetracked with all that. And um, yeah, life hits you yeah. in ways you don't expect. But I also found a lot of happiness in music in that time because I didn't have my camera. And I think I spent a lot of time like researching to get myself up to where I am with cameras. So like getting back to music is really fucking nice. It just sucks that I left because the people that I was working with uh, in Colorado are like really good friends. Like we talk about everything and um, yeah yeah but you have that yeah. you have that here too right it's a different level just there. you <laughs> no not just, just me i, I, I have some honored. really good friends here i just feel like feel uh, the better the f- i don't want to say that i'll say it anyways i don't know if this is true mm-hmm. but right now it feels true but like the better a friend is for me usually the more busy they are because they're actually working for themselves you know so um you're working on like you know stuff and that makes me happy because that's the kind of friends i want around you know ones that are like actually care about shit and then the ones I see more often are the ones that really don't really care what's going on in their life, but they have like a quality that I love about them. Even if they're not good for me, I just love hanging around them. And then there's people that are kind of in the middle where like we're both kind of like playing with each other's demons and like, but also like we have cool <laughs> conversations and like- we Why do does that sound so serious? Bit. You know, I don't know. Playing like, with each other's demons. Just like, I like how, I don't know. It's, I like how you want to get fucked up all the time. I also want to get fucked up all the right, time. Right, right. Sharing in that like feeling of Yeah, uh, like, I don't want to do anything about it. And you don't want to do anything about it. Yeah. That's cool. And uh, I'm kind of, I kind of like have that, like I have it out in every direction. I want to be good for myself. Be over here. I want to be not good for myself. I'll go over here. I want to be both. Go over here, which is probably like this right now. This is pretty great. <laughs> this is what I want. I want that hybrid shit where like, People are not willing are willing to be like a little open, uh, and also people that are willing to be a little bit not take things too serious, you know, mm-hmm. and like chill, hang out. So I'm trying to find a healthy balance in the two, and um, yeah, it, it fluctuates. But yeah, I think especially with like things like writing music about things that you don't really, I don't want to say it outright in my songs. Really, sometimes some things I want to bring up like spiritual concepts that. You know, I don't want to like put it on a plate. I want to like, let other people figure it out for themselves. And I feel like if I don't have these experiences with both like parts of myself, then I'm not going to have that. But anyways, cameras, cameras are dope. <laughs> no, yeah, no, you touched on some, um, yeah. yeah, you touched on some good shit there, man. I think 
number one, uh, you getting back into your music is mm-hmm. amazing. Make it Just because you already know my appreciation for your music. You sing beautifully, by the way. Thank you, man. That's one thing. I'm trying to I'm trying to expand on that. Uh you you play and sing beautifully, which is like a Thank you. it's such it's such a fun thing when you can figure it out. You know, like when you learn a song and you start mm-hmm. playing it, but then when you're creating your own songs and you know how to play the the chord progressions and all the notes, uh mm-hmm. and you can sing at the same time, that double that double level of talent and it's it's a different way your brain is working too because you're mm-hmm. you're trying to analyze your guitar and mm-hmm. remember patterns, but also you need to vocalize what you're trying to sing and hit those notes too. Mm-hmm. That's why I love music because of the fact that it's mm-hmm. it takes so much focus mm-hmm. and like dexterity. Yeah. Um, I, I think life has a weird way of like mm-hmm. blessing people and you momentarily mm-hmm. losing your camera uh, mm-hmm. and getting you back in tune with music. Mm. is a beautiful thing because you already were in tune with music but i guess it's like there's always a balance with what you're trying to do yeah and with cameras it feels like it's such an engrossing world mm-hmm. you got to shoot people you got to update your equipment you have to edit yeah. photo video and it's like you're you know you're in or you're out almost mm. that's why i think i've had a lot of struggling with playing the fucking guitar like sitting down shutting my mind up not thinking about like oh man i mean i gotta finish something <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna finish this fucking edit. Maybe mm. I shouldn't do this. No, like <laughs> that's exactly. What it I feels think like it's like, my brain talking. Yeah, the brain just—it's—it's it's an annoying thing. I wish you could kind of control this thoughts, thing like, you're filter. enjoying. I want you to stop enjoying because I need you to think about something you're not doing right now and can't do right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a mute button. It's like you could see the volume levels of your interests mm-hmm. and be like, uh, okay, let me lower this and keep the music going. Yeah. And then that happened for you because you you unfortunately had to mm-hmm. get rid of your camera, sell it, and then tone in like back to the music world, which in yeah. Colorado I feel was like heavily supported because you were around all these people yeah. that were doing music too. Super talented people. Super talented people. You were saying they're all fucking whistlers, you know, which are which is an amazing thing. You're not a whistler, but that's okay. Like you don't have to be a whistler yeah. to be a good musician. Let me say that again. You don't have, have to, to be, be a whistler. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> super serious about it. it no like man, but but um you're really yeah. good. You're really good at what you do and it's funny how you have uh, this balance mm-hmm. of talents where you can take yeah. beautiful photography and then you can make beautiful music. And now mm-hmm. I feel like it's balanced out even more because of yeah. the fact that you you lost this thing for a moment. So you had to go back to hear mm-hmm. the music yeah. and tune into it again. There's like a desperate need to like create. Mm-hmm. Like desperate. Because what happens when I don't, it's not fun. Bro. Ooh, it's a funk. It's so it's a bad weird. Funk. Why can't I just not do something? for a little bit <laughs> no I don't, do you have I, a problem with relaxing do you have a problem with just chilling out uh i think i just like even in my chilling out i have a structure like everything has a fucking structure it's like oh uh 10 10 a.m i'm gonna watch this anime yeah 10 30 i'm gonna chop carrots <laughs> <laughs> 10 55 i'm gonna go for a light jog a light one a not light too heavy jog. no i think uh yeah, fucking the only thing that's not organized is honestly when I'm out with the bros just drinking or homies or friends or whatever. But that's nighttime, right? That's yeah. like later in the day after yeah, you, six p.m. You don't have to be work your brain that much mm-hmm. for that. That's why it's so great. Yeah, that's your break. That's mm-hmm. the time to just enjoy yourself, enjoy socializing. Yeah, which is very important, especially since we're. Mm-hmm. I would honestly, I would, I would say you're definitely an entrepreneur. We're both entrepreneurial. Like we mm-hmm. have those skills in us, and we have that like mentality that, to dig into our work. Yeah, and we need to balance. We need to balance. I, with that. I think we're also really good at like expressing why what we're doing is important. You know, like this is why this is this has to happen. Well, not has to happen, but you know, 
like I love this and also I think this would benefit you for your craft and we just have like clear reasons of why it works in our day and age and also why it's fun and you know there's just so much benefit to like getting into it there's other non-benefits but they have nothing to do with like the joy of the craft itself you know and how it can help other people so um yeah fucking strange but I I need to like get that whole thing in my head where like I didn't fall to music like because it was like oh I guess I'm doing music you know because it did feel like that and it wasn't until this conversation right now I just wanted to tell you um so I started realizing like it's like it's a blessing that I could go to music mm-hmm. and not like it shouldn't feel like and I felt like this way it shouldn't feel like oh a burden like oh, okay I guess I'm gonna do music because it's convenient and like I don't know I think I should get that attitude out of my head and be more like yeah I should go to music because it's another thing that I love and now I know that because after a little bit of time, like being more consistent with it, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. I fucking love singing and shit like that, playing guitar. But uh, I think I was just so worried about like, you know, making sure I was grounded in photography. And I never felt as grounded in photography as I do with music. Well, guitar playing specifically. My voice is still just like, bleh, it goes in and out. Playing though, fucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, st- I still remember how we would sort of. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, meet together and like combine our talents where you would play live in the city and mm-hmm. you would ask me to come through specifically i remember this one uh venue it was like all candles basically it was really dim mm-hmm. uh, i think it was by christopher street oh dog you talking about cafe vivaldi i believe so dog that was my main spot uh-huh it was it, it was, was really so nice. nice and i remember just going there and that's where that's where I, I met the Russian girl. <laughs> the Russian girl. She was so tall. I think the she was Russian taller than girl. me by like this much. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sorry, That's wild. You're not. Uh, how do you feel about tall, tall, tall women like that? Matching I, I your height. I give no fucks. Really. Higher. If you're tall, if you're short, just like. Love is love. Yeah. If you're dope, then you're fucking dope. Love is love. Because some mm. folks are intimidated. There's like memes that are. Uh, yeah that circulate too i like, do feel intimidated if they're girls. acting like and like like if they're if they're pushing it like in an annoying way then like i feel i'm, I'm annoyed and intimidated like one day <laughs> yeah. she, she had heels on or, and she tall was way taller than me and i was really proud but like if at any moment she wants to belittle me i'm gonna feel like away but she doesn't she was nice but sometimes we'll get into little arguments because like they're like witty battles you gotta look up just to like talk shit to each other listen <laughs> you gotta stop because because uh, <laughs> but uh, that's the only time like, otherwise i feel like if someone's taller than you, you should be like proud you should be like no look at this person i'm shorter than her she still likes me <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you, should be, you should be fucking proud you should like walk with a badge of honor just like <laughs> yeah it's a beautiful thing <laughs> and if they're shorter you could be like uh i'm protecting this woman yeah no no, no don't protect them they should protect, protect herself well that's kind of like the natural feeling that comes into play yeah, especially if they're like right? five four if they're five no i mean I've, come like, on five one bro like i feel like I got you, baby. Don't worry. Like, yeah. Camera cut. Uh, we're back. But we were oh. talking about the venue. Yes. We were talking about um, my Russian friend. Yeah. yeah she's and and so one of the first times that I also, I think, shot like you, mm-hmm. like shot with you mm-hmm. uh, while you were performing. What camera did you have then? I had the Canon 80D. Nice. The, the dead camera right over there. Yeah. That one. Totally dead. It's like I'm looking into the light right now, the, the mirror system. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. that's that sigma baby that's mm-hmm. just lenses they have such a beautiful aspect to them but people mm-hmm. are afraid of that people are afraid of that little light that's n- coming through the the, set, uh, the lens not specifically that no. i was more so talking about literally just cameras just a lens mm-hmm. aiming at them yeah you were you were looking at to you know the art of not giving a fuck bro 
Did you read that? Isn't that a book? Did you read that uh, book? I think it's more on the word fuck. I forgot that book. The Art of Fuck or something like that. Mm-mm. No, what is it called? The Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I guess that is it then. Yeah, they yeah. also have a book on the word fuck. It's really funny. But uh, The Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Yeah, I think it's, it's just so, it's like, for example, like say if I have a tick, right? And like, which I do have a bunch. I do like taps on my feet. And it helps because of music and shit. But that's what I do when I feel like uh, I need to do that, right? And then if you apply that same kind of like, I have to stop doing that and I should just be present and like talk and like, I don't have to tap all the time. Uh, you can also apply that same annoying itch to like, I don't have to acknowledge that camera right there. And what I do want to put a hundred percent of my energy into is like this fucking mic is right here or like listening to what you're saying and not thinking about uh, purple elephants or something like that. Like you probably did right now. Did you just plant an idea into my head? Inception. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I'm a big fan of Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. That's Hans Zimmer, right? Yep. Hans Zimmer basically started the, that sound in trailers, like that intense, uh, build up. War of the Worlds too, right? No, he didn't do World of the Worlds. Well, they had it in there. It was intense. Most likely, yeah. He was. He just made that a thing. He made that yeah. mainstream where it's like, yeah. my wife is dead, but she's back. <laughs> I thought she died. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, he. it's amazing the power of like uh, influence. Mm-hmm. He influenced literally all majority like future trailers to come after like that sound. Yeah. Like I remember that being funny, like Inception's trailer, mm-hmm. like that truck horn like people joking yeah. about it and now to this day mm-hmm. to this day people still do it seriously we hear that like, we hear <laughs> that in trailers it's and it works YouTube too and you can buy it too it's like right there it's like an audio track. <laughs> i can't do that Wait, what happened that was pretty good that was pretty good we can make our own soundtrack dude peter mckinnon did that he has a sound pack where it's just his voice and it's like wishes and it's just like um yeah he uses voice his own voice to make oh a sound pack and like it's good for like youtube people that want to like add little sounds to like everything that they do they do and like like uh yeah there's some like trendy ones that are fucking stupid like when someone puts something down instead of it clinking it's like 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 or like a little squeaky sound yeah Yeah, obviously we don't we can't do it but i don't want to do that yeah But he's pretty good at it. And he has like so many swishes. Like, and like mm-hmm. he just records himself doing that. And he nice. sells it to people. And they put it on their, their YouTube. And sometimes I'm like, is that Peter McKinnon I just heard? Like, I because I've been watching him for so fucking long. Just like, I think I just like heard tell. him in that other YouTube video. Yeah. It's like trending sound packs. I wonder what that looks like. I should have looked that up. Trending sound packs. Yeah. Like sound packs that people are selling for cinema. Mm-hmm. And which ones are most... Bot. Well, those are pretty heavy with like, like I feel like social media content and YouTube, mm-hmm. the swooshes and the swishes and the transitional oh, yeah. things like transitions. In my experience, they're kind of like now, by now, since it's been a while, overused. Yeah, absolutely. Now, and some edits can go a little too far yeah. with it. But mm-hmm. for the most part, in the early time when they were first coming out, especially with the like the transitional effects that mm-hmm. kind of like... Whoosh, yeah whether it's in camera or you know in post and premiere mm-hmm. yeah it's a, it's just a nice like combination the, the better you get the the less you want people to see that you do you are doing it mm-hmm. That's yeah because there's more subtle sound effects too yeah 
mm-hmm. like you hear it but it's not like Whoosh. yeah it's not big it's like but the human voice is so versatile that's what's mm-hmm. cool i didn't know he did that that's pretty dope mm-hmm. the human voice is like you can do so much like yeah. who's that who's that there was like a comedian that like was really good at this oh voice. yeah the, the black guy yeah and he does the helicopter thing is like get the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Some shit like that. what was his name? No, those two guys. There was a black guy that did it first, and there was other guy who was like Latin. Can I look that up really quick? Yeah, sure. Comedian sound effects. Let me see. Or comedian mouth sounds. Comedian <laughs> sound effects. You type way better than I do. Just letting you know right now. Stand up comedian. Yeah, you gotta be more specific. You gotta be more specific with Google. Stand up comedian. I feel like it was Michael. Images. Michael Wins Michael Winslow. Mm. Mm. Michael Winslow. Yeah, I remember yeah, seeing him. That's the guy. Yeah. I remember seeing him in a movie mm. uh and him doing the same thing. Like he literally got popular because of his like mm-hmm. use of his voice and how he utilized Oh my god. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good electric guitar. I wonder if he has to make those faces to do the sound. Oh, oh the moment he's uh, shaving. Yeah. No, no. Let me stop there before we get lost and I'm already lost, bro. No, it's okay. It's Dude, too that's amazing. Yeah. He does you do it's the same way as singing. You know how he sometimes could sell sound packs and make so much money if he wanted to. He I feel like he probably has. He yeah. has had to. If Peter McKinnon did it, he probably hasn't though. Because mm-hmm. he's stand up, he's in a different world. Peter McKinnon's like yeah. he understands all that shit deep. I think he's more hired for like video games and shit. Mm-hmm. Video games and like cartoons and stuff. Like voice. You think he's probably stuff. like did the whole sound effects for a video game you open the car no not sound effects just like people's voices and and shit probably just that alone like if you could do that you can do impressions i'm sure yeah oh, i'd like to think so but you could probably do sound effects too like what's it called uh, from uh from nintendo that you know that, that water truck right you know what i'm talking about mario like no the water drop you do with your mouth they, well it's definitely mario but there's like this like i, don't, I can't do it it's like when people hit their and it sounds like a water drop no, it's not like that. It's like, I don't, I don't know. I can't do it. My friend is really fucking good at it. He can do artificial water drops, Damn, like video games, here. and like real ones. Well, he's in the Navy, bro. He's in Japan right now. Damn. I know. I'll call him up. Yo, man, Adam, tell me about this I'm crazy fly shit. you out here. I got two grand. Just like, put it there. <laughs> A four grand for round trip. Whatever. Come on. <laughs> it's just five seconds. Let me hear it. All right. That's All right, fire. Bro. It's in yeah, two hours. Go. Better go. go. You gotta go. <laughs> Short trip. One yeah. mission. But that's in so many video games. It's that sound effect. That's pretty amazing. Man. What are those mics called? When they have like the two X's like this, like the, the mics go in like this, and it's like a little box. People use that to record artificial sounds everywhere. Like they'll listen to like water for a little bit, and like have their headphones plugged into it. I don't know. I I, I know like Tascam. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about getting one of those condenser. I, well, this is a condenser mic, so that's not that. Um, I have no idea. Like what they use on the field, what people use on the field, like to record sounds. Yeah, it's like it's good for ambient sounds, and it it picks up everything though. Yeah, and um, yeah, but it, it's a big sound, so like you can like change it around and like make it fit whatever you want to. I don't know what that file is called, but it's just a good audio file, I guess that you can. It's flexible, kind of like a raw file of sound. 
Yeah. But I don't know how that works. Yeah. But I want to do that for uh, like sounds of the city, sounds of like being in the bar and like bullshitting for like a little bit. Sounds of um, empty room, which is a real sound, like that white noise shit. Just like mm-hmm. that's room tone. Yeah. Room Everybody, tone. it's a, it's a moment in film mm-hmm. that everyone just like, hey, stay quiet. We have to take room tone. So the sound guy like mm-hmm. just records like 30 seconds of silence and everyone on set depending on like you know mm-hmm. how big it is too it just feels in- like almost intense it's like everybody shut up 30 seconds <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> it's like everybody just staying still and letting this guy do his it's his moment it's like he's everyone like Gandalf shut the fuck up. everyone And that's used, and that's used in the movie. Um, that's crazy. Or that's used in the scene, you know, as that mm-hmm. bed. So then all the dialogue can be cut to that yeah. that room tone, and it feels like there's not these abrupt cuts in the dialogue because you can hide the cuts better. I'm scatterbrain right now, but that like reminds me of like teaching AI how to think. Like, oh, like, that's crazy. They I don't know from that to that. Well, because they they don't. I think about this as like a machine, right? That is recording our audio, and like there's this guy that's like doing a fucking YouTube documentary. It's fucking dope. It has Robert Downey Jr. As the voice talking in between the stuff. Nice. So Anything good. with him involved is dope. Yeah, that's a pretty good time. And he's just like, I don't understand it, so I'm going to teach it. And I was like, oh, great. But he has experts, obviously. And this is guy that's like trying to make uh, an AI version of his daughter. And like he has to teach it what like a spider is. And like he doesn't want it. He figured out a way to like, to like teach it to learn certain things. But he wants it to learn it how it learns, and which gives it that AI you know, effect. And um, But if it doesn't know it exists, it can't like use it in like a conversation or something like that. So we're, we want to put this, I, this feeling of like being a human being in a room and we have to input like what that is. But if you don't know, it's hard to like teach something that like what it's like to be in a room if you've never been in a room before. And that's what a camera is or like audio is. It doesn't learn that shit. So we have to make it as human as possible so that when you're listening to it, you feel like you're there mm-hmm. and you're more immersed. Cause it's like, you're there and what do humans feel like where not all of it is like frontline center attention some things are like super fucking subtle so the fact that you told me that just reminded me of like the subtle things he's teaching the ai like we're adding this in to make it feel more real just like how he's trying to make the ai feel real yeah so like i'm um, teaching the sound maybe like uh we can't do smell vision we already know it doesn't work yeah. uh <laughs> yeah. we're gonna that's, do that's another time yeah, that's that's later, 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 later. Yeah, I don't know when that, that could shit. happen for podcasts. But we can add like just like little textures like this. Not every camera picks it up. I mean, not every mic picks it up. If you just want like one person speaking, but uh, this. Yeah. Little well, things. what's crazy is that a lot of that shit putting them back down. A lot of that shit, um, so which I assume you've seen too, maybe like is done in post. Yeah, that's why I'm like, saying we have to put it in. Yeah, you got to put it in, and it's all recorded mm-hmm. like. Like when we talk about sound too, I automatically think about like the lightsaber, like Star mm-hmm. Wars, like how somebody goes out in a field and they have to find these unique sounds, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's like a wire that they mess with that makes like a, yeah. and, and they record it, mm-hmm. and then they take it in post and like they amplify something and they adjust yeah. it and then it becomes what that, like that iconic lightsaber sound, it becomes mm-hmm. that sound. And it's crazy how our mind works where, yeah, like, you know, obviously you're recording a scene mm-hmm. and then in post, you need to analyze and look at everything. Is somebody lifting a glass? There's not really a lot of sound. The camera doesn't capture that. So it's yeah. like, what does that sound like? 
And then yeah. you have to like figure it out and, and with the sound team, like they figure it out and they create that intricacy, you know? When people are walking, they have like a, a little square of dirt and mm -hmm. they're looking at the footsteps and they're like, yeah. And they're paying attention to the pacing and they're making mm -hmm. the sound. It's such a beautiful process. Yeah. Same for AI. AI is just a little scarier though. Cause then it's, it's a just like scary. a lot scarier. Yeah. It's, it's but, but sound is like an too. experience, but AI is like, once we get, once we figure out a way to make like AI art though, that's going to be so fucking dope. Like, AI art. Yeah. Like, you know, we're trying to make it as much human as possible. Right. But then like, why not be more fucking flexible or like make it uh, something that isn't real, you know, like, um, like a uh, series, just a voice. But like, what if there was something like floating in the room, just like talking to you mm -hmm. in your language or like uh, something floating an alien meaning like it, it digitally actually shows up well that would be like that's uh, like that's uh, like blade runner i'm shit. going out there now i'm yeah. thinking like more like uh, but that's probably like 10 years down the line man it's just crazy. i don't think it's that far honestly. yeah it can't be that far like what's have you seen blade runner though blade runner 2049 no you mentioned that and that's what i thought like they have that in a yeah. in, in a ryan gossing's character in yeah. his room a digital version of like this this girl shows up and welcomes him home yeah. but it's you see the limitations like how you see like that fluorescent light mm -hmm. you see like the the part of where she could walk because that's where like the the i guess the hologram whatever the fuck is mm -hmm. that's shooting like that digital image yeah. it's limited to this certain thing mm -hmm. it's pretty interesting man so um, lonely people will basically augmented reality there. oh yeah so augmented reality can help us do that though like if we have uh have you seen the guy that put the AR glasses, right? And he's playing Minecraft on the table. Like that's like an artistic way of using a tool, you know, where it's not just for, you know, like pushing mankind forward. But it's also like just for fun and play mm -hmm. and stuff. And like, it's also kind of controlled, but- um, Yeah, that's like the rift. Yeah. I want, I want, like things are super important that need to be done for mankind to help and like i feel like sometimes i like that science brain of like helping mankind you know with like ai and like fixing make things more efficient is dope but i think you learn way more from playing so like playing a game making a game out of something or like making it artistic so if i made instead of making an ai to like help us talk to best buy when we have a problem with our credit card like how about we make an ai that is um geared more towards like more playful conversations or uh you know like, I don't have to use film for, like, documenting what's really happening in our world, like, you know, in the news and shit like that. I could use these techniques for something more expressive, like, something like an uh, amazing movie. Just name any amazing movie. Like, <laughs> that's, like, an artistic expression of the director and everyone else that worked on the team. Right? I think you learn more from that uh, than making, trying to replicate reality, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I want to, like, I want to fuck up reality in this. And I think that's where you, we learn more as, like, human beings. I'm still saying think because like I'm not a fucking scientist, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. these are just things that I think so are important. Crazy. AI, augmented reality, and virtual reality, I think those can be so fucking fun if I aren't like if they aren't ruined, you know, by like bad intentions and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. And they and they easily could be because they're not mm -hmm. um what's the word? They're not like being uh filtered or they're not it's like it's uncontrolled right now. Mm -hmm. you know those things so it's it's dependent on the creator you know whoever's like yeah. doing the thing so like the like the company so oculus like <laughs> they're they're into that world of gaming 
and mm-hmm. uh, and I've used the Oculus Quest. I think it's called. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> for like so, boxing and shit, like that's fun, and it's real so too because you have those handles. Mm-hmm. So when you you know when you punch someone, it reads that speed, mm-hmm. and if it's a light punch, that motherfucker's like, yo, that was nothing, bro. I'm like, that fuck was not, you up. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I gotta really hit this guy. Mm-hmm. So then you get in a workout. Essentially, mm-hmm. you're gonna work out using this thing. So it's not only just entertainment, mm-hmm. but it's the same thing as like the Wii was trying to be, where it's like it got Wii Sports and stuff, but it's just like not enough. Yeah, you know, it's like enough. it's it's like a hybrid entertainment mm-hmm. workout, like equipment essentially, like you mm-hmm. know, to yourself. Um, I want AR for a room, bro. Like you see how this room is kind of like, I mean, on that side it's not plain. You're like right here, it's like kind of simple. It's like black and white, right? It's like flat. You know, we have some things on the table, sure, but uh, it'd be cool if we had AR. Uh, glasses or something to make us see the augmented reality. And, the thing uh, is, it would be limited, textures right? on everything. It would be limited to just our own experience. Yeah, no you one could have things like that. floating in the air, bro. And I know, yeah, it would be limited because, like, I feel like I don't know how 3D projectors work, so I don't want to think about that. But I know with AR glasses, it's possible to like put them on and be like, when you come in the room, just put the AR glasses, <laughs> and then the room becomes. Don't like, come into the room without them on, bro. Yeah. It's just like boring. It's shit. just you put gray. Them on. <laughs> gray squares everywhere. Nothing's it's like, like naked actually, girls all over the place. You know what I'm saying? They're all dead. <laughs> oh man, they went morbid there. Nah, they're alive. Okay, they're cool. alive and well in in the See, in the VR world here. You put, but office. what do they turn into when the AR glasses are on? <laughs> Who knows? Oh no, they are VR. Like when you walk in oh. here, it's an empty. It's an all empty white room. Oh, you put them on. Everything's here. The table. We sit down. It's like, yo, this place is dope as fuck. And then the glasses die. You realize you're in an empty room. Empty room, except awful. the chairs. That'd be crazy. Yeah, the chairs and the furniture. But you can put any texture you want. You can put things floating in the fucking sky. Yeah. Did you see the guy that's like watching a shark float through his room with the AR glasses? Oh, no, I haven't seen that. It's not like super detailed shark, but it's still enough to be like, I see trippy. this thing. Yeah, it's trippy as fuck. Oh, I didn't even think about it like that. Drugs and the AR, what would that be like? Yeah. Uh, well, that's going to be a whole other world. Yeah, Have you played Cyberpunk at all? I want to. It's it's like it plays into that world where it's like more yeah. dystopian with that technology where somebody yeah. like can install certain shit on you mm-hmm. and like upgrade your body and I yeah. feel like that's always gonna, there's always going to be a negative not negative but like a very customized aspect to shit mm-hmm. like 20 years in the future when like we have microchips in our brain or whatever there's yeah. going to be custom versions <laughs> of that someone deep in the like the crevices of new york yeah. off some alleyway it's like yeah man i'll install this chip in your eyeball you'll see fucking turtles walking around if you like turtles that's dope it's like a turtle <laughs> chip it's like very customized <laughs> shit you know it gets yeah. even darker from there but like hmm. yeah that's definitely not too far off that whole world no nah. that'd be kind of interesting though to have that now yeah i would want to know i mean if we can all like chip in for fucking from VR. Yeah, I'm kind of, I, I kind of dig reality. I kind of dig with without the floating sharks and stuff. I just want to what do I want to do in in virtual reality? Uh oh, I want I want to do that climbing game again. It's so fucking fun. There's a climbing game? Yeah, like in the climbing quest? and in when you fall it's like it looks so fucking real, bro. Like you're just falling towards ah! Paris and you can change the bottom too, like what you see under you, which looks like infinitely far. But it looks like uh, you can put Paris down there, you can put Japan, different cities, and you're literally climbing above the city. Like, say this is the entire city, you're like climbing above it. And when you fall, you actually fall towards the city. And mm. it looks like like if That's you were, wild. if it was like a more HD Google Maps is under you. Like, but it looks real. It's fucking nuts. But climbing's fun though. And you hear the, the sound of the wind, like as if you're on a, like a building or something like the that. The higher you get, yeah. No, it gets, like, where more, you are already is different. high. So it's still the same mm. audio. 
but it's like it sounds real enough to where like damn this is like must be a 30 minute loop of wind because it all sounds like a little different when i'm moving <laughs> i don't know what it is it's looking scary bro. Damn. that's funny man we were supposed to talk about the russian girl and the and the first shoot uh, she's a violinist she's cool we hung it's out funny. for a while we just sidetracked she moved away and uh but the big part is uh cafe vivaldi oh that makes me want to talk about fucking free drugs which is not a, a, a we don't give free drugs the free drugs is the music and comedy yeah that's but, what i tell people it's like oh yeah, yeah i'm going to this front free drugs it's almost an immediate interest it's a great name yeah it's a great fucking name yeah free drugs time. man that's where i'm gonna be tonight where you at it's like what are you talking about free drugs free oh drugs, it's music yeah. it's like oh it's and interesting some people do get free drugs at the show but that's not like our doing unrelated <laughs> to you right because you don't want to plug us. that in yeah no, no. some people there's always something going on mm-hmm. you can't control right nope nope yeah like uh coke bags just being handed around yeah not at the entrance not, not as part of admission wasn't me oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. no but free drugs is like cafe vivaldi was like a space a comfortable space where like it was regulars the regulars were really fucking good some regulars weren't good but we were they were really kind sweet people and uh but it was open mic night so some people come in and just be like yeah i'm playing a song that i'm practicing they would play and it would be fucking terrible and they would disappear forever and they won't even like listen to the rest of the acts where like free drugs more like you know all these people you know care about it they care about the community they care about the music they care about the comedy and we all care about it well to a certain extent we care about each other we want to get to know each other because we're on stage and like the reason why we're all here is because my free drugs team <laughs> team of free drugs how'd you come up with the name free drugs uh who doesn't want free drugs it was, it was rudy's idea no i think it's oliver I is that, who is that what was said who doesn't want free drugs man it's a fucking genius it's genius idea we were going through names and like there was the kid or misses and stuff like that but free drugs just hit home we were definitely drinking though drinking chilling like talking nice. about ideas like talking about all the people we knew and like how easy we could do it and we're like why the fuck aren't we doing this and like most of us were just like already kind of like over covid and uh we wanted to like i don't know figure it out i mean I, i'm honestly out of, out of the whole group i'm the most covid safe <laughs> Like I'm the one reminding them, like, hey, we still gotta do this thing. <laughs> hey, we still gotta do this thing. Well, but Texas, like, Texas just lifted all the fucking mandate and like the restrictions. Yep, hundred percent. Like mm-hmm. at some point, I, I don't know if it's now or in a few days, they're at like they're allowing restaurants and places to be at hundred percent capacity, mm. um, no mask required. So it's just up to the people, which is like, it sounds stressful. Cause it's like, hey, restaurants, it's up to you. And then the restaurants mm-hmm. owners are like, oh, don't want any old people dying. But you know what? Fuck the old people. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine. No, that's terrible. Yeah, it, it, I, I think. Uh, yeah, they're one of the biggest states right now that. Yeah. Lifted the restrictions. Um, but Why it is a tricky bro. thing, man. Especially for yeah, you're having a show, so it's like. Yeah. You, you got to establish a lot of those restrictions, and people did pretty. People yeah. did well. I, I was in the crowd. Yeah, people were like putting their masks on and like uh, not bothering the bar and like waiting at their tables a little bit. Uh, some people were going to the bar, but I don't think it was our people that much. It was mostly just our regulars because the regulars feel like they can do whatever they want, including myself. I went I went to the bar, <laughs> but I had my mask on. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just fucking uh, yeah, free drugs and free drugs, baby. Come to also, the show. Also, like it's of the people, bro. That's another feeling. Like you know, I don't know. Like it's like I guess free drugs is kind of like you know, I don't know. Like we're like a mix of like hood and not hood at the same time. We're not we're not hood at all at all. But we have the mindset of just like, you know, like us, like we, these people, like here. And like, we're not saying like, if you're a 1% or you can't come, 
actually you should come actually and like donate some money but anyways <laughs> yeah we just want to like you know make it a vibe and something that makes sense for uh, a time where like art is not being like shared and uh there's definitely multiple opinions that's the thing about it too it's not like one person's opinion so we're not going to be like a cult or anything like that it's like my opinion that conflicts with rudy's decision and that conflicts with graham's decisions graham is a really good middleman me and rudy are the ones bumping heads but you know that we are all like open to like what is happening, what makes people happy, what doesn't make people happy. And then also you're not going to worry about it being like controlled by one guy. I feel like that's yeah. a dangerous shit. Like if it's just one person, like you have their ego not being checked at all. And like we check each other's ego constantly. So it's really like just for the people and like ego's not stopped completely at the door. It's like slightly at the doors because you have to be a little confident to like get something really dope to get started and running. But uh, I think we're, we have a really good balance at all those things. I do see like me and Rudy arguing in the future, but I fucking love him. <laughs> so it's okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to find a middle ground. And uh, that's, I feel really confident. But the show itself, I don't see any problem with it. Literally just the management of the show. That's the only thing. And even then, it's like, it's still, I know it's going to work out just because of like how strong our uh, our lineup is. Yeah. With, like musicians and comedy and like the amount of artists we know that do photography and like how much easily we can spread and how flexible we are we can get burlesque in there bro i want to get like acro yoga in there like to music you know mm-hmm. like everything there uh music- magicians what if we had like four magicians on <laughs> that'd be pretty that'd be fucking crazy like in between the night would get interesting yeah and it's not a show where like you sit and it's a listening room the whole time like this fucking you stop play stop play stop play mm-hmm and um in that middle part like you know everyone can talk and with time on youtube like any collab is possible. Yeah, we can we can wrap things up though. So I just want to say that. <laughs> yeah, no. Do yeah. do you guys think about um, the the organization of the people too in terms of like just mood and tone in the lineup? Yeah, we like move like moving tables, like making sure the direction of energy in the room makes sense. I mean, in terms of like the people going up oh. on stage, so like musician, and then the yes comedian no. comes up next. We got to be a little flexible with people's. Uh, yeah that would be my only thing the show was fun but then a lot um, of comedy yeah we we do i didn't mind the comedy it was more so like it's tough because obviously you're organizing this thing during a a panini so it's like okay like (laughs) people certain people may may not show up or this or that and then yeah but certain comedians have certain moods and styles and then certain music sounds a certain way yeah so then like like your performance was really great really beautiful and it's dropped um, it on the Dominican comedian. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then and, the, and then a comedian came in and, like, it was such a sharp contrast that, yeah. like, it took, I and I noticed it, too, not just for myself, like, to mm-hmm. adapt to that sort of style. Because mm-hmm. with comedy, too, it's so particular who you follow up, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then music is the same thing. So that would be my only thing. Like, yeah. the more you could curate and, like, chisel at the lineup. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is, like, the first show in a while since you've come back and all yeah. that shit. Uh, that would be my only note. That's well, an important Rudy helps thing. me with the comedians, and he told me the comedians in order, but he can't help me with the music. That's up to me. Like, that's my job. That's why I'm glad we're both, like, different in, like, how we organize the show. And Graham is, like, more of a comedian, too, so I'm kind of alone on the music side. And our sound guy is a music guy, but he wasn't here. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of music acts, like, first of all, I also have to hear them play. So since we're so new, it's like, I have to hear people play and like know what makes sense. Yeah. And um, I also don't want anyone to feel shitty, you know, be like, oh, you're in the beginning, so you're not good, you know. Like, I want it to be sprinkled around. <laughs> yeah, like, like the top of the, yeah. Yeah. I want it to be sprinkled around like something that's like powerful. I don't want it to be just at the end. I want it to be like in the beginning, in the middle, and the end. And like, I want it to be spread out really evenly. And I don't care where I am in that. 
But uh, yeah, this show, unfortunately, there was, uh, you know, less musicians uh, due to like COVID and uh, well, just like small coughs and stuff or like immuno, you know, compromised people, but uh, or just distance it's way too far for mm-hmm. them. And um, or short notice. That's another thing. There's a lot of, a lot of excuses that can be. Yeah, there was around. like about a week where everything started. The conversation really picked up. Yeah, in it terms picked of up just around like online. It was yeah. point, pointed out a month before. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming I assumed that people that didn't respond to that weren't interested, and they were. They just, I guess, expected like a direct text. So how I gather the people is going to be constantly like changed and like learned from. How I do the lineup is going to be yeah, it's all a adapted and. Because I, I felt the hardship too. I couldn't even go on stage as a host and be like, can you go on stage? Like, I couldn't even do that because I was like, uh, I don't even know if I can be normal Adam for like at least five minutes. Yeah. Uh, after five minutes, I was good. Be <laughs> <laughs> um, like music mode. Just like, oh. <laughs> um, well, no, congrats, man, uh, on the show, the first show. Thanks, bro. It's pretty fun, pretty lit. Regardless, y- y'all threw something. Uh, really fun, really cool. Put yeah. it all together. You got a nice team. I'm excited to maybe do some stand up in the next show. Like I, I definitely want to experiment. Yeah. Uh, so you know, we'll be we'll be in touch on the on t- in terms of like the next time it'll happen. Yeah. Um, but thanks for coming on, man. Let's get some fucking do we shake food, hands, baby. Do we, do we make out? Like, do we? Um, no, nah, that was pre-COVID. Where I would make out phones. with. Uh, I would make out with. But the now where our mouth goes, like just a, 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 a ready thing. Peace, y'all. <laughs> 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 Damn, baby.